Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke... Bob! Bob! Hurry up! I don't want to be late! ...and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Nick, my pronouns are they, he. And my name is Claire, my pronouns are she, her. Welcome to episode 58. 58, baby! 58, baby! We're making it there with 58 weeks, baby, of podcasting. I mean... Not all with me, but like I've been here in spirit. Yeah, you've been here in spirit. Tap me on the back, you know. I deserve a little Nick's pit been pat. the glue holding this shit together. This for shit show. Eight weeks. One episode at a fucking time, mate. One episode at a fucking time. For real. Claire, how's your week been? So much better than last week. Good. You know, I think we started something because was it last week that we started Bimbo's Bounce Back? Yeah. And this week it all turned around for me. Good. I'm the Bimbo that bounced back. You're the Bimbo that bounced back. I really did. Like, week? I, I, last week was gaslit a lot. Mm -hmm. And this week I girl bossed a lot. Ooh. Love that. Want to hear about it? I would love to hear about it. So one big win today was that I designed these t-shirts for this group in our company that like supports LGBTQ. The queers. The queers. Love it. Um, The company queers at the company I work for. And I was designing a t-shirt for us and it's to be used this year, but also like in years to come because... Mm. A multi-generational t-shirt. A multi-generational club tee. Love that. And like there kind of is no identity for this group yet besides a pride flag logo that also has like the the trans flag and um, non-binary flag and all the flags. So the, the reason why I mentioned that is the logo has 11 colors total. Whoa. So like it was a lot of colors that I was designing with for these t-shirts, but like they said, go out, go all out for yeah. the gays. Balls to the wall. And I baby. said, I read the assignment. I understood these. Assignments. Yes. So yes. It, it, version one, everyone loved it so much that they are now pushing through $30 a t-shirt Whoa. to print these. Like, Total $4,000 for 100 t-shirts after, like, screen printing costs and shit. That's crazy. And we thought today in a meeting that they had, like, set up a meeting out of the blue. And I thought, okay, they're going to tell us that that budget is, like, way too wild. We're going to need to, like, change the design to, like, fit whatever. And the meeting was to say... Fuck the budget, we're doing it. Yeah. Fuck the budget, we're doing it. And we love it. The gays win again. We love it. We love you. The gays win again. So really, I mean, a mwah, mwah, chef's kiss. Never do you get somebody like breaking the budget because they love the design so much. Yeah. It always goes the other way around that you can't they have to lower the budget, the budget yeah. and the design will always suffer from it. They're like, oh, either less colors or... We yeah. actually can't print anything custom or like it, it always, the eat of the design and the fun things first when it comes to lowering budget. But this was a win. But this was a big win. Fuck and yeah. another big win today was that, or not today, but this week was a really big campaign that we're launching 
I presented to some big clients and again on version one, they said, this looks so good. We could post it right now. Damn. And I said, are you talking to me? You've been girl bossing this week. I said, are you for real? Wow. And my boss didn't even show up to that meeting. It was just it's like, just sorry, you? can't, can't show up. So I presented like on my own. Huh. Girl bossed it up Ooh. with the difficult client. Yeah. yeah, 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 Claire. So that was super cool. And today I've been working on a design that's really fun. And my boss was like, go all out, no rules. And then I showed no it to rules. him. No rules. No rules. Wow. Crazy. And I showed it to him at the end of the day, right before we left. I'm off tomorrow. Thank yes, you, you Jesus, for the Good Friday. It's <laughs> Thank a great, you, Jesus. It's a great Friday because of you. <laughs> I know people are like, uh, I was like, oh, is it not even a bank holiday? I was like, what do you mean it's Good Friday? And people are like, yeah. Eek. <laughs> You're mistaken, ma'am. Uh, and, but my boss is like, spot on. This is awesome. Do it. Let's so you're winning it. this week. I'm winning this week. Hell yeah. Uh, Very happy and that's, for I you. wanted to update the pod because last week was such a shitty, horrendous, horrible week. And I wrote something down. Oh, a little inspirational down, quote. <laughs> you know, um, some weeks you get gaslit and other and others you are the girl boss of all girl bosses. Yeah. And this week you're the girl boss of all girl bosses. And I think I manifested it because I said bimbos are bouncing back and like I meant it. Yeah. And here you are. And here you are. Bimbo and all. I could have been all like sad that last week I got gaslit and been like, ooh, I'm going to not do so hot this week because who the fuck cares? But then I said, you know what? Nar. I'm going to have a good fucking week. And I'm going to be so disgustingly nice to everybody in this corporate world that no one can talk shit about me without feeling bad about it. Yeah. 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 All those smiley faces, all those exclamation points, <laughs> they're paying off. They're paying baby. off, baby. <laughs> they're paying <laughs> off, baby. <laughs> um so yeah, how's how's your week been? Not as eventful as that. Um still a okay week. I've had an okay week, not a great week, not a bad week, just just an okay one. Um, we finished choreographing the Navy Pier piece. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you're free on April 15th, please come see it. It's free. It's part of Expo Chicago. Come check it out. Uh, but we finished it, which was really exciting. We lift this person at the very end of it and make them do like a wave. I'll show you. It's really cool. Love. And other than that, today tested me to say the least. It did. Uh, but that's okay because God gives its worst days to its strongest warriors. Yeah. You know, it's toughest battles to the strongest soldiers. That's what it is. That, yeah. That phrase. And I must be a strong soldier, baby. You are the strongest <laughs> soldier I've ever darn seen. Bob, Bob, hurry up. I don't want to be late. Um, in other news, I am crocheting a big blanket. I'm taking a note out of Claire's book this week. Claire said, I'm going to crochet a blanket. I said, guess who else is going to crochet a blanket? Bigger, badder, thicker, chunkier. Thicker, chunkier. I made a baby blanket. I'm going for a full-sized human blanket that sets two humans. With the chunkiest yarn. (laughs) Known to man. I've seen. I've gotten an arm workout just 
working that yarn, baby. What size is that crochet hook? Like not big enough for the yarn. Not big enough for the yarn. That's why really? it's so tight. Yeah. Oh, you. Sh uh, I've got a really big one. Well, let you borrow. Maybe my next project I'll it's use. Like it. a twenty millimeter. Yeah, this one I think is way less than that. If you know anything about crocheting, hit us up. <laughs> Apparently, we're into it now. You know, this might turn into a crocheting podcast where we just sit in silence. And, and talk about crocheting. <laughs> where we just sit here and breathe into the mic. <sighs> Shit. Shit, fuck, I messed up. All right, well, let's switch over to the session. We'll see you there. Bye-bye. Bob, Bob, hurry up. I don't want to be late. And we're back. Hi. 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 How I'm doing good. How you doing? Good. So where are we? What's our story this week, Lauren? Um, I thought I would just like read a couple of Reddit ghosty stories. Some more Reddit ghost stories, you say? We are. Buckle me in, strap me down, feed me peas, and I'm in. They're kind of short, shorter this week. Um, I thought let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, yeah. grooving, tooting, rooting, an attitude, rooting, tooting, shooting, but most of all, gluten, gluten, <laughs> but most of all, gluten, the silent killer, <laughs> the silent killer. Um, yeah, so these were just like some creepy little stories that I saw. I'm in. Buckle up. Okay, first one, and I like this person's username. It's just Snoo. 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 When I was 10, I lived in a house that was creepy and haunted. Light bulbs and light fixtures would randomly burst over my sister's head on more than one occasion. Already sidebar. Do you ever feel like... I, I felt this way as a kid, and I, I don't notice it now, but when I was a kid, I went through this like period where I was always looking at light bulbs or at streetlights, and I feel like they would go out. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I've never felt that way. And I felt like I felt like that way for like a month as a kid. And I was like, wow, I've seen that quite a bit. And then never like, saw it again. Probably means something. I know. And I feel like it does. And I feel like I've heard it. And like this, that one sentence reminded me of it. And then I was like, oh. And... <laughs> wee, wee, wee. <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah. That's a scary thing to happen frequently like a, that's a weird coincidence to happen more than once well i don't like that it's bursting over the little sister's head okay so to go on uh light bulbs and light fixtures would randomly burst over my little sister's head on more than one occasion small items like a pen which sat perfectly still and flat on a notebook would fall to the floor in broad daylight my sister and i whose bedrooms were in the basement would hear footsteps and voices above when my sister and I heard this, we were not afraid. It was daytime. We thought our parents were home with dinner. On several occasions, we would run upstairs excitedly, but no one was home. I thought maybe a TV or radio was on, but it was not. Oh. And even then, I thought it wouldn't explain the clear footsteps, creaking wood, and weight moving in a swift, rhythmic gait above our head. They're just dancing. They're just moving and grooving. Just swaying. grooving. Just swaying. <laughs> If so, maybe because we were young, we were not scared, just confused. In time, we even began to ignore it and, would come, and wouldn't come up unless our parents called. So they're just like hearing people walk constantly. Yeah. 
which coming from a home in the suburbs that had a basement, uh-huh. you could hear like every foot, like you could hear every step. And yeah. I know that creaking noise. So I know that hearing that with nobody home would make me shit myself. Yeah, I lived on a tri-level. So oh. the stairs. Did you have creaky floors? Not really, but you could hear like people walking upstairs. So, But it wasn't creaky. It was like thumpy. Mm. So I get that like pitter-patter right. noise. And that's scary. I didn't spend that much time in my basement, but I bet if I did, maybe I would have heard yeah it's also crazy that it's happening so often that they just became accustomed to it right like it wasn't scary anymore because it was like okay it's it's footsteps and voices above they said though voices (laughs) brenda's a fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) um so a little spooky that was a start and so over the years strange things happened with more and more frequency we found a buried rusty knife in the yard Wee wee! I cut my leg with it and got. I'll give myself tetanus. Tetanus, tetanus, tetanus. Uh, we found a little vintage Hot Wheels car in the rafters of the basement. Haunted. No other kids had been in our basement. None were boys who would play with Hot Wheels. Sexist, okay. And even if they were, they couldn't reach the rafters. Rafters, yeah, rafters are the, the basement, so I'm. But like, how 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 tall is the ceiling? You know. Right. Because we need the details. I know, because like, you could definitely reach my basement ceiling, even like on my toes, I can reach it, and I'm five two. You're tiny. So. You are in fact tiny. I can I can, if I can reach it, it's not very high. Yeah. I'd say like six and a half to seven foot tall ceilings, maybe. Could I reach that I don't think you can reach seven foot. I don't think I could either. Can you reach to where Casey can reach? Probably not. Definitely not. Well, there's one part that like dips lower than the other. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Either way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and they found a carefully wrapped black and red gift box on their back doorstep, but it was empty. Mm-hmm. On their back doorstep. Ooh. Why the back door? I don't they know. They had to go in your backyard? That's an invasion of and privacy. Like, couldn't that be anyone, Loki? Yeah. Outside your house. Could just be Charlotte confessing her love for you. I know. It could Just a little gift. A little gift for me and Charlotte. Either. But it was empty. Did somebody steal your gift? Aww. Uh, so a few nights before we moved out, my sister and I, who couldn't sleep in our rooms because it was too creepy, were sitting in the living room with the lights off whispering quietly we are trying to remain undetected by our parents who insisted we sleep in our rooms and would get mad when they would find us in the living room we were quietly talking when our conversation was interrupted by the sound of rustling plastic bags in the kitchen thinking my dad was in the kitchen and just about to angrily tell us to go to bed i called out dad the rustling immediately stopped (gasps) thinking i gave ourselves away i began to slink up from the couch ready to come clean about once again sneaking out of my room at night and face the music before I could even stand up, whatever was in the kitchen ran through the hallway and down the uh, stairs. Uh, then a door in the basement slammed with enough uh, force to shake the windows and trinkets my mom had in a curio cabinet. Yeah, curio cabinet, yeah. What's that? What's it's like a display cabinet. cabinet. Oh. Like one of the glass cabinets. You know? Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Um, and like you know, like that sound is like something heavy, and like how it shakes, like yeah. all the glass things in your house. Just I'd cry. Bit. Yeah. I'd cry. Yeah. That's terrifying, dude. Like, like yeah, you know that sound of like a rustling bag. It's like it's kind of nothing else that would make that noise. noise. Yeah. And then it sprinted, like seeing a figure like, <laughs> like full book it. Whoop! Bye. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> so terrified, we turned out all the lights and knocked on our parents' room, but they wouldn't wake up. This never happened as my dad is a light sleeper. Afraid we were... So it makes me wonder just like if... Whatever energy this had, like, it, it makes me wonder if energy can control people, like, not waking up or, like... Sleep, papa. Not disturbing their energy. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. So, this never happens as my dad is a light sleeper. Afraid we were in the house with an intruder, I grabbed a knife and told my sister to stay upstairs. I went into the basement. A single bare bulb was swinging slightly you when went I turned into the on basement. the light. I know. This is like a brave-ass kid. Yeah. You went into the basement. And this is like them like recounting it as I was all, I'm like, god damn. My bedroom door, which I always shut due to a preteen fixation with, pri- with privacy, was wide open. <gasps> the air felt thick with tension and fear. I don't remember exactly what happened after that, which I'm like. Yeah, you probably fucking trauma blocked that shit out. You probably did, but also that's the best part. Yeah. Bring it up. Yeah. Bring it up in therapy. Therapy. Then bring it up it? to us. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's unpack. Um, so I don't remember exactly what happened after that. I think I rushed into my room and turned on the lights, but there was nothing. To this day, we don't know what that was. All of the doors were shut. The windows of the basement were sealed shut. We slept in the living room. We breathlessly explained what happened in the morning when my dad asked why we were there. My dad rolled his eyes. I remember that there was a false wall in the basement behind which there was another wall and a very narrow walkway, which we were not allowed to enter or explore. Oh. My dad went in once and simply said, never go in there. To this day, I don't know what was in there, but I don't think it could have been that bad if my dad also let us sleep in the basement. Whatever it was, that house was creepy. We left and never experienced another paranormal event anywhere again. Whoa. Crazy. I know. That seeing a figure sprint to your basement and then just seeing a light bulb is so cinematic. Right? It's so like cinematic. Like just one swinging. Yeah, like a pendulum. Yeah. So in the one comment that I saw underneath it that I just thought was kind of funny is, this legit sounds way less like a ghost and more like a frogging, but spelled with a peach. Frogging. 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 <laughs> it's just like belongs with a British accent. I'm not sure why. Um, which, as far as I'm concerned, is far more terrifying. Ooh. Which I was actually going to look up what frogging is. Let's do it on the fly. Oh, frogging is an urban legend. Oh, somebody living in their home without the knowledge or permission. Oh, 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 oh. That makes more Like, you know the story of, like, the person that was, like, my food would go missing, and then all of a sudden, I put up a camera, and I caught somebody sneaking out yeah, that's fucking of my attic. Disgusting. Yeah, that's frogging. Disgusting, mate. So, um, I thought that was a spooky little story. And also how we were talking about last week, how sometimes the ghost or the demon or whatever the fuck is, like, following you... 
outside of the house. Yeah. Even when you moved to houses. So like an attachment to the person versus this seemed like an attachment to the home. Yeah, exactly. It wanted to stay in the home. It didn't really give a fuck about these people. Clearly it was just running. It was just looking Back for a late light corner. snack. Yeah, it was just this getting a snacky. <laughs> it just was getting a snacky. And then I was like, fuck these kids. Yeah. Gotta run. Gotta blast. Gotta blast. Because it was like, dad. Asparagus said, gotta blast. Gotta blast. <laughs> Um, so that was my first story. I loved it. Would you like to hear another? I'd love to hear another. I got another. Okay. Uh, this is by Black Cat Twelve Oh Six. Not that fun of a name. Mm. Um, and this was under "What's the scariest paranormal thing that's ever happened to you?" So this person said, uh, "There's a place called Dead End Alley near where I live. It has a dark history." When we reached ten years old, my cousin and I were allowed to play on the street just outside my auntie's house. There was a busy lane which ran down the side of the houses where all the kids used to run up and down, kick a football around, rode their bikes, and generally mess around. I liked it because I had a long walkway to practice pushing my wheelchair without the danger of the main road. And my cousin, our friends, and I spent hours of fun running and wheeling up and down the lane. So I'm guessing the storyteller is in a wheelchair? Hell yeah. And I believe this comes up later in the story too. Uh, so there was a funny little dead end alley leading off the lane, which always had a weird vibe around it. There was only one house at the end of the dead end alley, as all the kids used to call it. The house was different from all the houses around it. The others were bright, colorful, and cheerful, full of life with neighbors talking over fences with one another and always ready to tell us kids off tongue-in-cheek for making too much row a typical slang term for noise in west london hey, west london too much fucking row mate too, too much, much bloody row. row get out of here you rascals that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> i think that we're believable london i'll be here i'll be yeah the house down the dead end alley was always dark even on a no <laughs> even on a sweltering hot summer's day it always seemed to have gloom hanging over it like a dark ominous cloud obviously we were merely 10 years old and were banned by my mama and aunt from going anywhere near the alley alone an empty abandoned house although my other older cousin and his mates who were 13 hung around the dead end alley from time to time with the sole purpose of frightening his little sister and me with horror stories of the st- house and its imaginary monstrous inhabitants Ooh. having heard rumors about the dark history of the house although not knowing anything concrete the house had the dubious reputation as a haunted house dubious dubious, dubious. one typical summer's day my cousin and i were playing in the lane with our friends we kept hearing a baby crying now being in the middle of a council estate It is not uncommon to hear a baby cry, so we paid no attention. However, as the afternoon wore on, the baby's cry became louder and constant, almost deliberate. That got our attention. We all decided to investigate the noise, so we stopped playing and began to look around. To our horror, after searching for the root of the noise, we realized that the baby's cries were originating from the front garden of the Dead End Alley house. (sighs) Which, like, baby cries? Get the fuck out of here with. Yeah. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. That annoying ass shit. <laughs> it's I'd annoying, annoyed. or it's scary. Yeah. I'd just be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. be like, Shut the fuck up. Shut that baby up. 
somebody get a pillow. Can you say that? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin. My cousin just had a baby. <laughs> made a joke. The dad made a joke about a late-term abortion. No. <laughs> she made a joke about, she was staying over at my mom's house, and she was like, uh, just let me know if like the crying was like annoying you at all tonight. Like, There's always a pillow. I love that. And I was just like, you know I what? I'm glad that y'all are still cool even after having a baby. Yeah. You can still joke about that stuff because like I joke about that with my mom, but now that I'm like a human and not a baby. Yeah. And I feel like people talk really gently around babies, but they're like, oh, this baby isn't conscious yet. Like, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This thing's football. Bye. This thing's literally <laughs> a football. Yeah. <laughs> a living, breathing, crying football. That's fucking um, wild. And like handed uh, the baby to my mom and was like, shake her. Like, shake her. <laughs> shake her. <laughs> shake her. Um, <clears throat> so to our horror, after searching for the root of the noise, we realized the baby's cries were originating from the front garden of the dead end alley house. One of our friends who was slightly older said he would go near to have a look. We were all concerned by now. And it had seemed obvious to all present that it was a real baby who was in distress. But everyone present also pleaded with him not to do it. But he was, and still is, a very principled, moral person, and his conscience overcame him. We waited for ten minutes until he came back. He looked awful. His face was white as a sheet, and he looked physically shaken. He told us he went into the garden, but there was no sign of a baby anywhere. His best mate asked him if he saw anything else, and he just nodded and said, I don't want to talk about it. Nobody forced the issue. In fact, I think everybody was secretly relieved about it. We left very quickly and returned to the safety of home. Years later, my cousin and I were talking to her mom. Hey, mom. (laughs) I'm in my mom's car. And she began to tell us about the history of the local area. The subject of the dead end alley house came up. We were horrified by what my auntie told us. It still gives me chills talking about it now. In the 1940s, the area where the family lived was way rougher than it was present day. Lots of domestic violence, gangs, prostitution, and unwed mothers. Also, a high pregnancy rate, which is to be expected in some ways with the war. Along with it came a fair percentage of unwanted babies. It turned out that the house in the Dead End Alley was a baby farm, where women took their babies that they couldn't look after or didn't want. To women or couples for a fee, they would take these abandoned infants in and find good homes for them. It was said by the locals that the couple running the baby farm was quite an unsavory pair. Oh. And the rumors at the time of coercion and intimidation of young unwed mothers to give the awful couple their babies a neglect and abuse of their young charges. Oh, that's sad. I know. Uh, and the fact that they just like called it a baby farm, <laughs> I was just like, mm, yuck. I was Ew, like, that's cool, I'm picking term. the story. I decided I was going to pick the story when I saw the term baby farm. Yeah. I just, it just said, sang to you. Yeah. That, that verbiage really got It was you. a baby farm at the end of the dead end alley, wasn't it? Yeah. Then the scandal was uncovered. In the fifties, my auntie didn't know the full facts. The remains of several infant bodies were found in the front garden in a shed where the husband kept his gardening tools. The couple were obviously charged with murder because of the number of remains discovered. They were put away for a long time. 
We don't really know what the truth is that happened that hot summer's day a long time ago, but my cousin and I have our theories. My cousin still lives at the same house with her family and auntie. And every time my husband and I visit, I still get the chills when passing by the dead end alley. And by our the friend, baby farm. The baby farm. <laughs> and our friend who went to look for the distressed baby, who my cousin and I are still friends with, has never revealed what he saw in the garden of the dead end alley house. You haven't gotten drunk enough then. I know. I'm like, that's not a friend. That's not a friend. Yeah. That's not a friend. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, gross. That's crazy. Yeah. Sad and scary. So was it like a ghost baby crying or was it like a real baby crying? It's probably like a ghost baby. Cause I guarantee if they were like neglected and it was really high traffic, there had to have been like some cruelty there. Right. You know? Right. Well, and also it was like in the fifties that the scandal was uncovered and like, I'm assuming when this person was 10 that it wasn't the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. It would be yeah. probably way after. If they're yeah. writing it on Reddit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't think somebody older than my parents would be writing it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, So yeah. If this person was 10. Yeah. Crazy. Ghost Baby Farm. Ghost Baby Farm. That's what you should like title it. this episode. Ghost Baby Ghost Farm. Ghost Baby Farm. Writing it down. Putting a pen on it. Putting a pen. Bookmark that for later. Uh, and that was my two stories for Hell yeah. the week. I loved it. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Take a bow. Take a bow. Oh, three sentence summary. Yes. Doing two stories in three sentences. This is going to be fun. Oh, two. Yes. Or you could do six sentences. You That's could do too many sentences. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I can't even count You know what? Same. I had to do your really long, two episode long story. Yeah. In three sentences. So you can do two short stories in three all sentences. Right, all right. Sentence number one follows. There was once a ghost in a house that liked midnight snacks, period. The dad of that case refuses to tell what he saw in part of the house. Similarly to how in this other story we're talking about, the person also doesn't want to tell what they saw, period. And the secondary story, there's a baby farm, exclamation point. Baby farm, ghost baby farm. Ghost baby farm. Well, yeah, was baby farm, now is haunted baby farm. Tell me I did good. You did so good. Thanks. Just keys, just keys. Just keys, just keys. Uh, Claire, girl, boss, gatekeep, gaslight. I know we kind of already did it, but let's you do the official. You know girl bossing, and I'm going to also, I'm going to give it up for bimboing, because yeah. you know what, actually? Are you a crossover? Are you gimboing right now? Oh. <gasps> Gimbo. <laughs> ah! Gimbo bossing. Gimbo bot. No. bossing. Bimbossing. I like gimbo. Bimbo. Bimbossing. <gasps> that one's good too. Bimbossing. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Um, But I think like, I, I was girl bossing at work, but I think I'm allowing myself to be more bimbo and it helps my mental health because I was taking things <laughs> way too seriously last week. I was getting yeah. gaslit. And then this week, while things are good, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Life isn't so bad after all. Exactly. 
So I've been booing around. I'm having fun this week. Tomorrow, Nick and I are going to a clown party. Ooh, ooh. Clown party. Clown ooh, party. Ooh. Turns out I already had a lot of clown apparel. That's really fun. Claire's a clown. Claire's a clown. Claire's a boo boo. Clarn's a clown. Welcome to the Clarn the barn. barn. <sighs> You're so. You're so lucky. I'm I've been up mood. since 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough Adderall and weed in me to keep going. Woo! Let's see if I do. <laughs> um, I am feeling bimbo because bimbos do what? Bounce back. And I need to bounce back. So that's how I'm feeling this week. You're gonna ma- we're manifesting it for next week. Thank you. Bimbos bounce back. You gotta bounce back. Next week, I perform. Next week is Navy period. Yeah, right? Next weekend. So I have to be on top of the world. A week from this upcoming Saturday. I have no option. Right. No. Your bimbo's got to bounce back to dance it up. Navy period. Grooving. Wiggling. We're going to jump right into the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the piece. Pull up. Lunge. Wow. All right. Well, you know where to find us. We're on social media at... Podcast? Question mark? Yeah. Just like give the podcast a little hearty heart. Give the podcast a little a little thumbs up, a little maybe a little few stars. Give Wherever us a few you're stars. watching, listening on. Yeah. It's already up. It's already the app's open. Might as well do it. You don't gotta fire up another app. Might as well just swipe up and say, hey, I really like these cool 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 people say heart five stars five stars heart you can also submit a sound of the week and listener stories by clicking the link in our bio or subscribe to our patreon by clicking that same exact link all the it's all in one place or make it easy for you just subscribe to the patreon please please listen to the session it's pretty funny it's pretty good it's pretty woo woo crazy all right bye 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 (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha